0: tuned in to the sacred flow podcast an open space for topics on holistic health spiritual growth menstrual health relationships intimacy and more with your host holistic health coach recipe developer light worker and light leader Alicia Camacho join the movement so that we may elevate the consciousness of humanity together Hello, hello, beautiful beings. Welcome to episode one of the Menstruation Nation podcast with me, Alicia. I'm so excited to be creating this open space where we can literally talk about everything and anything. And more specifically, where women, we can come together and talk about all of these quote unquote taboo topics that apparently is not appropriate to talk about in our society. So yeah, we're going to take it there. (laughs) But first, let me tell you a little bit about myself and what even got me to be where I am today and what made me so passionate about women's health and specifically menstrual health and periods and libido. So growing up, I had what I like to call a lot of imaginary illnesses So the reason why I call them imaginary is because these were illnesses you would not be able to tell that I had by looking at me. So I dealt with depression, anxiety, I had a lot of trauma and childhood issues that followed me, some even to this day, and digestive issues as well. I was also this shy girl that barely spoke and didn't know how to express herself, and When I first got my period at 10 years old, I literally thought I was dying. I remember running to the bathroom in school, and I thought I was going to bleed to death. And I'm sure you guys can relate. But to my happiness at that time, my period didn't come again until about two years later. And this is when all of my imaginary illnesses seemed to have gotten worse. So I'm 12 years old, got my first period, but they were really bad. I mean, throwing up, having diarrhea, my emotions were all over the place. My digestive system was all over the place more than it already was because I've had digestive problems since I literally came out the womb. Depression and anxiety kind of started to... Peak more when my period started. So, as I started to grow into this young teenager, I started to develop these quote unquote imaginary issues that really nobody knew about. Because remember, I couldn't express myself at that time, I didn't have a voice, I wasn't in tune with myself to speak and share my experiences. So I was dealing with depression and anxiety and trauma and so much emotional pain on the inside. But on the outside, it seemed like I was fine. And I'm sure we all know somebody like that where they just always seem to be happy and put together. But, you know, with people like that, we truly never know what's going on internally. So anyway, I'm growing up and I'm going through my teenage years and... Every time it's that time of the month, I'm literally dreading it. I mean, I'm missing school. I started working at the young age of 15. I'm calling out of work. I am canceling plans with friends. But not only that, I started to develop chronic fatigue around 14 and 15 years old. So no matter how much sleep I got, I was always tired. I didn't, I, not that I didn't want to hang out with my friends at that time. I should say that I feel like I physically couldn't. My chronic fatigue was so bad. My depression was so bad that I just wanted to isolate myself. I just wanted to be alone. I literally just wanted to be home and be in bed and sleep, even though it never really refreshed me or energized me. And even my closest friends at the time didn't really know what was going on. My parents didn't know what I was going through. Until one day, I discovered birth control. And I remember doing research online of girls saying how they got on birth control. It helped with their period problems and how great they feel. And I figured, awesome. If I can at least get something under control, let me at least try that. So at this point, I'm 17, go to the gynecologist, I get my first birth control prescription, it was the pill. I start taking the birth control and months start to pass by and I start to realize that I'm literally getting worse. I'm still isolating myself, I'm still depressed, I'm losing weight. I'm unhappy. At this point, I entered into a toxic relationship with someone. It was my first relationship ever when I was 17. And it was just a lot going on. I was this lost child who literally didn't know what to do. Didn't know how I was supposed to be treated by a man. Didn't know how I was supposed to treat myself. Didn't know who to turn to for help. And... Let me also note, no, my periods did not get better. Uh, In fact, everything that I was feeling got worse. And the birth control also made my mood swings even crazier. It all got so bad to the point where... When I was about a year into the birth control, I went back to my gynecologist to tell her, like, hey, something is wrong with me. Like, something is truly wrong with me. Can you, like, run tests on me? Can you see what's going on? Because at this time, around 18 years old, when I was sexually active, I started to bleed during sex. Literally. And I also feel like my sex drive just became non-existent. So, I went to the gynecologist and I was telling her, you know, my mood is all over the place. I'm more irritable. I'm dry down there. I'm dry. I'm an 18-year-old young woman at the time and I am dry. I am bleeding during sex. What is going on? This is not normal. And the response I got was, oh, we'll put you on a different birth control. So, this was my story for the next few years after that. Being involved with a person who really brought nothing healthy to me and switching from birth control to birth control, from this pill to that pill to that pill, to the shot, to the ring, to all these different things that just continuously made me feel worse. Now, it wasn't until I was, I can't remember the exact age, maybe I was around a little past 18, 19, where I started to get into fitness and exercising because I feel like my brother knew that I was going through something. So my brother one day was like, "Hey, why don't you come to the gym with me?" So I was like, "You know what? Yes. Let's let's do that." And since then my life has not been the same. I mean, I kid you not. I walked into that gym. He showed me some exercises. I was prepared. I researched all of my, you know, Favorite fitness models that are my favorite ones to this day on Instagram. I found workouts to do. And when I left that gym, I literally felt a strength that I never could feel before. And since then, I have not stopped exercising and moving my body. But on a deeper level, what this did was unleash something within me that said, hold on. There's something going on. Like... If you can feel this good about exercising, what if you paid attention to what you eat? What if you paid attention to what you're putting in your body? What if somehow this exercise is helping with your emotions? And in those moments, I started to realize, holy crap, everything is connected. So I started to clean up what I'm eating. I started to heavily get into eating organic food and learning more about the pesticides and the chemicals that they're spraying on our crops, which then led me to think, wait a minute, if there's chemicals in our food, is there chemicals in our beauty and skincare products? Is there chemicals in our shampoo, deodorants, nail polishes, perfume? (laughs) The answer is yes. Yes, absolutely. But I was still on birth control. And as I started on my toxic-free journey, right? And when I say toxic-free, I mean eliminating toxins from my mind, my body, my heart, my spirit. I started to do some research on birth control and the negative side effects. And what we're going to get into about birth control and what it does to the body at a later time during the season. But what I came to find out was that the birth control was making everything I was experiencing worse. And finding out that most women who are prescribed the birth control are also more likely to be prescribed antidepressants because they're depressed. So within recognizing this, I realized that I needed to stop. So I came off of birth control, and really, I've never felt better, except for the fact that my periods were so painful. And then this is when I realized, oh, it's my hormones. So eventually, you know, I went through college, I got my education as an integrative nutrition coach. Got my certification as a personal trainer. I also have a specialty in prenatal and postpartum fitness. So things just started connecting with me. And at a certain point, I left that toxic relationship I was in when I was sometime early in my 20s, late in my teens. And things started clicking for me. And when I started having periods that literally were a breeze, this is when I got a big smack in the face like... Hormonal health. This is your calling. Because what I didn't tell you in the story was, after I went to the gynecologist and me telling her that something's wrong with me, check me out, I went back a good three to five times again. And I still got the runaround. I still got, let's try a new birth control. Use lube. Use lube. The problem is not lube. The problem is that my body wasn't being, wasn't feeling stimulated enough to produce lubrication but why going through this whole process made me realize that we are told so much misinformation as people but especially as women even to this day all this that I went through was a few years ago and you would think that by now things would be upgrading and they are don't get me wrong there are so many amazing doctors that I look up to like Dr. Jolene Brighton and Dr. Laura Brighton, who just spread so much awareness on menstrual health and the truth about your period and the truth about birth control. But in most traditional Western medicine society practices, we still hear the same old thing. You have a painful period or your period's heavy. Here's birth control. We're not told to clean up what we're eating, to exercise, to make sure we're getting good quality sleep, to manage our stress and breathe and meditate. We aren't told any of these things in a traditional Western medicine practice. Now, I'm not here to bash Western medicine, don't get me wrong. Western medicine serves its purpose, but for the purpose of woman's health and the severity of what women are experiencing... There has to be more of a change here. And it just dawned on me when my periods stopped being painful. When all my life I was told, it's normal for you to have a painful period. But ladies, and for the fellas who may be listening to this too, your painful period is not normal. Unfortunately, painful periods are super common but they are in no way normal. Neither is PMS. PMS is super common, but it is not normal. In fact, let me tell you about the truth about how your period experience is supposed to be. Our period is a sacred time where our body is literally saying, I can no longer make use of the lining of this uterus and its blood vessel, so I'm going to let it go. Wow. How powerful is that? But more importantly, your period is not supposed to be painful. It's supposed to be a smooth sail of blood coming out of you and gratitude. But how can we be grateful for our periods when it hurts? Because I can understand that for most of my menstruating life, I would say, or at least more than half, I despised being a woman, completely despised being a woman. And the thoughts of, oh, men have it easier. Oh, why was I a woman in this lifetime. Why am I a woman? Why do I have to go through this? Men have it easier. Men don't have to deal with this pain. I literally disconnected from my woman experience. Now that within itself is very detrimental to us as women because we are sacred beings who have the ability to create another life. And whether you can create another life or whether you even want to, you have a womb. And that right there is special and it is sacred. And so is the blood that comes from it. Your period, girl, is supposed to just be relaxed. You're going to naturally be more tired because your estrogen is dipping and your progesterone hormone is rising, which makes you feel good and cuddly and cozy. And your body is just going to be more tired because it's doing a lot right now. It takes work, you know, to get all of that out of the womb. So naturally, yes, you will be tired. But for the most part, your period is supposed to feel pretty good. You're supposed to still feel pretty good. You're supposed to still be able to go to work, Do some exercise. Hang out with your friends. Do everything you need to do without feeling like you need the medicine cabinet or without feeling like you are laying in bed in pain to the point where you can't move. And I know that because that was me. So many times I begged to go to the hospital, but because my mom went through this as well, she literally was like, they're not going to do anything for you. They're just going to give you a strong medication and that's not going to help. So I know what it's like. To be in so much pain that you literally cannot move. That you are literally crying tears of pain and moaning in the agony of how painful it is. Girl, I want to let you know that I feel you and I've been through it. I know how it is to feel like you have completely lost your sex drive. I've been through it. So, with that being said... We have to let go of the programming that has been instilled in us, which says that it's normal for a period to be painful and that we're just supposed to carry this burden of pain for the rest of our lives. Absolutely not. This is totally not true. And I hope that this sparks something within you to realize where you may have some limiting beliefs that may be holding you back. Because it's hard to let go of these beliefs when we're told something for our whole lives. Well, not our whole lives because we're not <laughs> menstruating for our whole entire lives. But when we're told something for a good chunk of our lives, especially when we're young and we're growing and you know our brains are still developing, we're going to absorb that and take that as true. And even with doctors, if you are having an issue and your doctor is telling you something or trying to just prescribe you a medication without getting to the root cause of it. Woman, powerful woman, I want you to stand up for yourself. I want you to question everything and not accept anyone else's truth as your own. It is time that we reclaim our Feminine power. And by that, I just mean it is time we reclaim our truth. Which is, our period is not gross. It is beautiful. Our period is not supposed to be painful. Now, if your period is painful, if you're dealing with PMS, heavy pain, debilitating pain, mood swings, crazy intense cravings, maybe bloating... That is an indicator of an underlying health issue. That means there is something going on with your hormones. It's a hormonal issue. But here's the thing. A hormonal issue is a whole body issue because remember, your hormones are the messengers of the body. They send messages to different vital organs and organ systems to initiate a major function. So when your hormones are out of balance, your whole body will be out of balance. And guys, this is really what I want you to take away from this. Is that your period is an indicator of your overall health. You heal your period, you heal your life. (laughs) That's half of a joke, but half of me being serious. Because when it comes to addressing period issues... We have to address the whole body because things like the digestive system, the liver, the thyroid, these are all things that play a role in our menstrual health. You wouldn't think that they do, but they are all connected. And that's the main takeaway I want you to take is the holistic aspect of it because healing truly is Holistic and trauma and emotional pain and stress will absolutely cause you to have a painful period. A lack of sleep will absolutely cause you to have a painful period. Things that you probably wouldn't even think relate to one another absolutely do. So I thank you so much for being here with me. On this first episode and as we continue along this season, we are going to dissect all of these things we spoke about and more and really get in depth about these important parts of our healing journey because remember, healing is not just something you do when you're done. Healing is a lifelong thing And it's going to be a different process each time. And as long as we remember that authentic healing involves our mind, body, and soul, then we are on the right path. So I thank you so much for listening. And truthfully, I cannot wait to speak with you guys again on the next episode. Bye, loves.